BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. What my people Hello, 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 hello guys Hi guys Dr Wendy Dearborn is in the house With another episode of You and the Laws of Attraction Well guys, welcome to the show. Today is June the 25th and that's June the 25th, 2001 and the hour is 1pm and it's Friday, actually Friday, June the 25th and the hour is 1pm. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn and I am going to be your host for the next 60 minutes. So welcome to the show guys. I'm so glad that you're here. We've got a packed show today. It's it's packed. I'm going to try to get in as much information as I can um, within the next 60 minutes and actually 59 and counting. So I'm going to try and get as much information as I can within this hour. This is part two of the Universal Laws What You Need to Know series. And again, this is part two. Part one, um, we've already uh, taken care of and I'll I'll just give a quick recap of that in just a moment but what I'd like to say is this um, first of all let me say guys how are you guys doing really how are you doing I hope everything's going well in your world and I'm hoping for you that everything that you are wanting is manifesting for you in the way in which you want it to yeah And that's my hope for myself too. So the same thing that I'm hoping for me is what I'm hoping for you. That being said, uh, who am I? I am a choice expert, a choice and universal laws of attraction expert and coach. What I deal in is the power of choice and the understanding of the role choice plays in the universal laws, plural, of attraction. And also in understanding the universal laws so that you are able to manifest that which you say that you want. You are able to understand mm, perhaps why things are not manifesting in the way in which you want or perhaps why they are not manifesting, period. And to see perhaps what blocks and or limitations might be um, preventing you from moving from moving forward. So guys, welcome to the show. And there's a couple of things that you are going to hear, right? And one of them is this. Anytime I am getting to getting ready to say something that I truly think is important, that I think um, that you actually may want to listen to and or make a note, jot it down, you will hear this. And basically what is what he's saying is on a need for listen, right? What he's saying is listen up. Okay, guys, listen up. And that's all that's saying. Um let's see. Uh I'll do this. I hope wherever you're at, life is moving smoothly for you. I hope it's going well. Um it's been unseasonably hot here in Las Vegas, and I mean unseasonably hot. Las Vegas is hot anyway in the summer. But it started really early. I mean, some of the temperatures, I mean, it's like uh, wherever you are, 48C or 
most to the point like me, 115 or 116 or 17 Fahrenheit, it's been unseasonably hot. That being said, I'm grateful for it all. I truly am. Um, So the weather's been good. Life has been good. Of course, we are post-COVID and for Las Vegas at any rate, I think July is when all restrictions, 100% restrictions will be lifted. Um, And I understand that to be July. I don't know. Things are subject to change. So we are definitely in our post, our post um, COVID era, if you will. And that's been a trip by itself. But that's, I suppose, that's another conversation for another time. So once again, guys, welcome to the show. Today is part two of the Laws of Attraction, What You Need to Know series. So without further ado, let us get right into it. Okay, guys, in part one, we spoke about the universal law of abundance. In part two, excuse me, we spoke about the universal law of abundance. That's part one. We spoke of the universal law of acceptance, the law of action, the law of attraction, the law of balance, the law of belief, the law of choice and free will, the law of command, which I'm going to go over again. And we're going to, we're going to pick it up from there. The law, the law of command, because a couple of these, I've actually tightened them up a little bit. As I was reading, I was like, it it, it was too, um, too ambiguous, a little bit too abstract. So a couple of these I've actually tightened up. So before we jump off into it per se, okay, there goes the bell. Before we jump off into it, one of the things I, I want to say to you is this. The universal law of choice and or free will, it is everything in regard to manifesting. And this is manifesting whether you are in this earthly plane and or not, guys. This is why choice is so important. Choice is everything. Choice is actually a binding and irrevocable contract. That means you can't, you can't say, "Mm, no, not, mm, mm, no, I, no, tear that contract up. That's not how that works. Choice is a binding and irrevocable contract. And it's a contract with the universe that initiates all that we do, all that we experience, all that we have in life. And the contract, The universal law of choice and or of free will states that the contract is simple. Whatever we do or don't do is a choice. Did you get that, guys? Did you get that? This, you see, this, the the, the small part of this, this is the nuance, right? I put out daily memes and I call it the nuance, the nuances of life. And this is a nuance. Whatever you choose to do or not do is a choice so whatever whatever you're doing in life you are making choices whatever you do and for me this is so important but anyway the contractual agreement states that we are bound by ownership responsibility and of course accountability for what we do and or don't do Nobody gets a hall pass on that, okay? The other thing is the universal law of attraction and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole or I'm going to try not to go down that rabbit hole because we've been been sold a bill of goods that is slightly or it, not slightly, it's erroneous and God bless it because it did what it needed to do at the time and that was to get people's attention. But the understanding is it's the universal laws, plural of attraction and not the universal law. The universal law of attraction is a part of the universal laws, plural of attraction. The universal law of attraction is a binding force. Understand me, guys, it binds you. It binds you. And it's a binding force that once you have made a choice, it's yours. It's irrevocable. You can't get you can't get away from it. 
So the universal law of attraction is an organizational binding force. And the function of this law is to bind together other laws that create an intentional stream of consciousness that then tra- then that then that uh, transmits to the point of creation through your subconscious, but we'll get to that today, and aids in the manifest manifestation process or what or, or aids in you manifesting whatever it is that you have chosen to experience in this life the law of attraction actually works in tandem with the law of magnetism and several other laws the law the law of attraction the law of action and things like this the laws the most of the laws that i'm speaking to you about they truly are pillars some of them really are the underpinning of um of you manifesting and some of them truly are the underpinning and some of them act as a supporting role but without the supporting role it doesn't matter what the underpinning does for the pillar it's not good it's not going to stand for long so anyway we got to i want to say the law of command because i'm doing this alphabetically and so we got to the law of command, but I want to readdress the law of command. So if you heard, if I actually covered it in the last one, because I didn't actually listen, I was going to listen and I didn't actually listen. But if I covered it in the last one, you need to listen to today's revision. So listen up, guys. Yeah. The universal law of command. This is when you consciously choose to use your spoken word with the backing and authority to invoke the law of action. This law works in tandem with the law of, or the laws of order and creation, the law of uh, divine flow, magnetism, and imagination in specific ways. The law of command is an order and uh, an edict I think I'm saying the right word I think that's right um that you have that you have that you have made the law of command really translates to I am demanding this and as you have heard me say if you've listened to some of my earlier work when you demand something when you when you demand something it is it then becomes bound to you through your word. When you demand it, it becomes bound to you through your word. So that is the little revision on the universal law of command. So the law of commitment, the law of commitment, this is also important. Important. This law invokes the ability to bind and give oneself in, tr- in trust to people, places and things or to a process that is seen or unseen. Okay, guys? So the universal law of commitment invokes your ability, your ability to bind yourself and give yourself in trust to people, places and things or a process that is seen or unseen. This law actually works almost seamlessly with the universal law of discipline. In the bigger picture, the universal law of commitment has the ability to expand your truth or your truths, plural, and your beliefs. Okay. So commitment, commitment, you know, in in life, we, we understand commitment, especially when we're doing something, you know, or in relationships, I'll use relationships because that's one of the buzzwords, you know, they're in a committed relationship. And it literally means that you're placing yourself in this relationship, in this process. And you're placing yourself in this process in a trusting way. You are saying that you are going to commit and you can add the percentage here, but I'm going to say 100% of self to this process in the knowing and or the hope that it's going to turn out the way in which you want it to. Okay, commitment's huge, commitment's huge. It works with discipline, but hopefully if 
I stay on point and on topic, I'll I'll get there today. Otherwise, this is going to be really slow going. This you you're going to have um, the universal laws, um, what you need to know, you know, part three hundred. But anyway, um, that that being said, that that being said, the universal law of communication. Okay, so we've got another law here. Let me just uh, do what I do best. I love all these gadgets. <laughs> I really do. Yay! I love all these gadgets. I I really do. So the universe, the universal law of commitment. Sorry, guys. I lost my paper. That's because I was all up in the gadgets. That's what happens when you when you're playing, right? That's what happens when you're playing. So I'm sorry. The universal law of communication. This law is one of the subtle underpinnings. And hear me, guys. You have laws. And then you have laws that are the underpinning for attracting and manifesting what you want in your life. Okay. Now, before I, t- actually, I'll speak about the law first and then I'll go off, um, off topic as it were. So this law is one of the subtle underpinnings for attracting and manifesting what you want in life. The law operates with detached involvement and supports both the verbal and non-verbal expressions. The law of communication invo- uh, sorry, invokes and governs the transmission of and the receiving of energy. This law works closely with the universal law of speech. Okay, so let me just break this down a little bit. Detached involvement. Now, as a choice expert, as a laws of attraction expert and coach, and an intrinsic coach, detached involvement is really when you, when you are involved in something, but you are not emotionally invested in it. Now, you might have compassion, you might have empathy and all of that jazz, but you are not emotionally invested in it. Like, you know, okay, so your girlfriend and her her man or what have you, they broke up and the two of you are sitting there bawling, crying, eating ice cream and all, all of that. You are emotionally attached in what's going on. The detachment in involved detachment means that she could be bawling, screaming, kicking. And while you have compassion, you are not attached. You're detached in a way that it doesn't trigger you. You've chosen not to allow it to trigger you. So um, the universal law of communication is also about the ability to transmit and that's transmit your thoughts and your words if you will and the ability to receive and that's to receive um, other people's thoughts and words other people's actions and deeds it's all about a give and take communication is huge communication is a way in which you express yourself so number one first person you are the first person who understands explicitly what it is that you are saying, what it is that you want to communicate. And communicate is to transmit. What is it that you want to put out there? Communication is huge. Once again, number one, communication is about you being able to communicate with self. What are you actually saying to self? And then it's about being able to express what you want, being able to express what you feel, being able to send that message out. And again, communication is verbal and nonverbal. All right. Where I'm from, people will kiss them teeth. And depending on how hard, where them kiss them teeth from, it will give you a verbal, a verbal expression. 
Actually, and sometimes a non-verbal expression quiet as it's kept, but it will give you a verbal expression, okay? A verbal expression is no. A non-verbal expression is you shaking your head to indicate no. But it is still a form of expression. With the non-verbal expression, guys, understand that you have to actually actually formulate that communication with words, with action in your head before you can actually physically, because before you can physically express it. It has to be, in you, you, you have to have said no in your head and literally you have to tell your body what you want it to do to shake your head from side to side to indicate no. Otherwise, it wouldn't happen. Communication is key. And again, it's a subtle, it's a subtle underpinning, but an underpinning for sure. Again, I spoke about your body, right? Without you communicating to your body, it can't do nothing. Your body is just a shell. It needs you to communicate to it. Even though they will say you have like the heart muscle and it is, I say the muscle, but the organ, it is a muscle actually, but the heart organ, it doesn't have to be told to beat, to, to, to beat. Well, that's not true. That's not true. It has an electric, an electric circuitry board around it that actually tells it what to do, to beat. But if something goes wrong with that electric circuitry, or the board, then you have an issue. Then that electric circuitry board needs to have a pacemaker, a physical pacemaker put in with a battery that's going to keep it on point and keep it beating. So guys, communication is key. It is about um, you understanding you and hopefully you being able to communicate what is going on inside of you so you can communicate it, you can express it, express it outwardly so people understand. One of the things that I, I coach on and I tell people this, it's your job to communicate your needs so people understand what your needs are. It's not somebody's or people's job to interpretate your communication because if you're looking, if they if they're going to do an interpretation of it, then it becomes the way in which they see it. Then they can act accordingly, and then of course you get bent out of shape because that's not what I meant. So it's imperative that you communicate what it is that you want and need, so that there is no ambu- ambiguity. So they it's not abstract. That you're not Picassoing out. That, you know, people understand. And it's the same way with the universe. You need to communicate what you want concisely and precisely. Do not leave room for ambiguity because when ambiguity sets in, things go awry. And when they go awry, you don't get what you want and you're left saying, why has this happened to me? So guys, hopefully you've, uh, hopefully um, that's, that's doing for you and that you kind of got a gist of that you may need to uh, re-listen but this is very important because communication listen up guys is all that you have for getting your needs met communication is all that you have for getting your manifestation the way in which you want it okay here goes another bell. Move, moving, moving, moving right along. The universal law of consciousness. Oh, Lord, guys. I don't think we're getting off the seas today. Here we go. The universal law of consciousness. Whoo! This is another huge law. This and the universal law of subconsciousness. And another huge law. The universal law of consciousness as our internal and external consciousness expands and consciousness is about awareness. So as our internal and external consciousness expands, 
our awareness of opportunities and possibilities become cognizant to us. Cognizant. We have an understanding. Now, whether that understanding is right or wrong, we have an understanding. We have an awareness. We have a knowing that this is an opportunity. This is a possibility. Uh, in, in, in the past, I have done uh, a couple of shows about the subconscious and the conscious mind. And it's really important to understand the distinction between the two. So the subconscious mind actually works in tandem with the law of discipline, the law of habit and the law of commitment. And these laws are actually really important in, um, in if you are trying to, I'll go with the law of habit. If you are trying to change a, a viewpoint that you have, if you're trying to expand, and I say change, but you don't actually change anything, you expand upon it. So if you're trying to expand upon a viewpoint that you have, the universal law of habit will definitely come into play. Discipline will support you in that and being committed to, to that cause, to that intention will allow the change to come through. So it will allow your awareness of whatever it is to be in the forefront of your mind. And when that awareness is in the forefront of your mind, you can see opportunity and they will present themselves. They will definitely present themselves. Okay. Consciousness, the law of consciousness is about our awareness and the expansion of that awareness. And it, within that awareness, what we see as opportunities, what we see as possibilities. It also has the flip side of the coin. What we see as lack and or limitations, blocks and or hurdles. It, it works the same way. It works the same way. So the law of consciousness is really important because guys, if you are not uh, consciously aware, you cannot make conscious decisions for self in the best interest of self. Now, if you remember what I said earlier, whether you do or you don't is a choice. You see, whether you're consciously aware of what you are doing and or not, you're still doing and will always be doing because you have your conscious mind and then you have your subconscious mind, okay? Your subconscious mind. So guys, hopefully that little, that, that little explanation worked well. Okay, now let's take a look at your subconscious mind. The law of subconsciousness. Hmm. Subconsciousness, the universal law of subconsciousness governs the gateway for manifestations that take place. This is done by binding you to the truth and the belief of your word. <laughs> okay, guys, hear me clearly. Subconsciousness governs the gateway for manifestations to take place by binding you to the truth and the belief of your word. You need to believe and have the truth of something subconsciously for it to manifest. You see, it is the conduit that your true desires are manifested. And as a result, the law of subconsciousness is actually the conduit that your desired manifestation travels upon to the point of creation, to the point of creation. And the point of creation, guys, 
is where the unseen becomes seen and or where the atoms change in their speed and their velocity. So instead of them, you know, uh, vibrating at a rate that cannot be seen by the naked eye or cannot be felt by the human body, the atoms change in speed and velocity. And whether this is to slow them down or speed them up, I cannot say. But it changes in such a way that the physicality of it is now, you are now cognizant of the the physicality of it. You can touch it, you can feel it, you can see it. Yeah? So it travels to the point of creation. This law, okay, guys, this law, and hear me clearly when I say this, This law is a major, in capitals and quotations, a major pillar in the manifestation process. This law, it doesn't judge. It doesn't ask questions. It doesn't even ask you if you're sure that this is what you want to do. In point of fact, that is your subconscious mind's, part of your subconscious mind's job. This law doesn't ask you anything. It just listens to you. It just listens to you. And it takes you at your word. Your subconscious mind binds you to your word. Whether your words are right, wrong, or indifferent, your words can be hateful, they can be loving, they can be miserable, they can be joyous, they can be negative, they can be positive. Your subconscious mind is an equal opportunist. It doesn't care. It doesn't care. Your subconscious mind binds you to your word and the word that you believe as your truth, the words that are your belief, your subconscious mind binds you to them. Now, your subconscious mind is a facet of your mind that we, we, me, you, I, all of us, we're not totally and fully aware of. Your subconscious mind operates beyond your conscious, your conscious mind. So, your sub conscious mind operates beyond our level of consciousness but yet still yet still it's hooked into our conscious mind it's hooked into our truths our beliefs and desires and really and truly it's hooked into and will only operate with our truths our beliefs and our desires now our consciousness that's a whole different different story. But again, guys, look, I, I need to ring the bell on this one. So bear with me. Our consciousness, our subconscious mind operates beyond our consciousness. It is definitely hooked into our conscious mind. And our conscious mind, of course, guys, is, you know, like we can go back and forth like, oh, was that hot? Did I like that? Did it taste good? No, it didn't. Why didn't it? Why? Why is this happening to me? Why is this not happening to me? All of that takes place in the consciousness. Is your subconscious aware of that? Yeah, it is. However, it's hooked into and will only operate with what you believe are your truths. Your truths, your beliefs, and your desires. That's the thing that feeds it. That's the thing that feeds your subconsciousness's soul. And hear me clearly, guys. It has control over your manifestations. It has control over your manifestations. So once again, as your subconscious mind is an equal opportunist, 
and it really is. Your subconscious mind, like everything else that we do in life, has the ability to expand. You have the ability to create space within your subconscious mind for the thing that you say that you want. This is why prayers are powerful. This is why affirmations are powerful. This is why using your imagination and doing a a, a live visualization. What This is why this is all important. Because it literally, it literally can develop a truth. And once again, the subconscious mind will only operate with our truths, our beliefs and our desires. And above all, guys, remember, it has control over your manifestations. So, you know, if if um, things aren't going right for you and you can't manifest or your manifestations are hit and miss, you might need to clean up what you are thinking. You may need to clean up some of your habits. You may need to clean up some of your thinking as, um, uh, what's his name? Jesse Farrell says, you know, have you got stinking thinking? You know, you might need to, to clear some of that up. Okay, guys. So the next law is, where are we? The law of order in creation. Ooh, Lord, we ain't never getting out of the seas today. I can see that coming. I can see that coming. Okay, the universal law of order and creation. Actually, I'm going to make this really succinct. I'm going to make this one succinct because, I mean, I can go down a rabbit hole with this. The beginning of anything is developed first emotionally, mentally, visually, within your mind, okay, Um, using your imagination. And then it manifests in the material and or the physical. The universal law of order in creation really speaks to the, that there is always a start point And a start point of that which you say that you desire, that which you say that you want. And that, excuse me, and that start point is within your imagination. So the universal law of order and creation speak to the fact that everything that you want has a start point. To where it has begun. And that start point is in your imagination. Mentally slash emotionally. Whatever phrase you want to use. And then in order for it to manifest. And of course we spoke about going to the point of creation just a while ago. In order for it to manifest. And to come into the material. It has to go through certain channels. It starts in your imagination visualization then you give it words so you can communicate it and once it's communicated it's like do you believe it what's your truth behind this communication do you be is this truly your truth do you believe it um do you half believe it is it just something that you're not giving any energy to you know you're not you're not giving any life to you know what is it that you're doing because from that point on that then denotes whether it materializes for you. But that being said, the universal law of order in creation is simply this. There's a start point and that start point always originates in the imagination. It goes through its process and the end result is the materialization or whatever you want coming up in the physical form. Oh, sweet. God, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right. The universal law of discipline. And I would say on a personal level, this is something that I work on continuously. I work on continuously. This law truly is another underpinning and it is a major underpinning. And it's a major underpinning because we need it to take us from where we are now to where it is that we need to be. Especially if 
where we are wanting to go isn't it doesn't feel um it, it feels right but the process of getting there doesn't feel right so the universal law of discipline this law is one of the universal pillars and again guys it's a universal pillar major um in quotes capital letters that supports you in staying focused on your objectives it supports you supports me supports us in keeping our attention on our intention and the intention is the thing that we want to manifest the universal law of discipline works in tandem with the universal law of commitment and as i just alluded to or spoke on it provides a bridge between here that's where we are now today this moment and your desired goals which is where you want to be you see an affirmation or a prayer invokes both the universal law of discipline and it invokes the universal law of habit the universal law of commitment in the bigger picture the universal law of um of discipline has the ability to expand on your truths and your beliefs and guys what you believe is true and what you know to be true and what your truths are and what your beliefs are these are the things that will manifest for you Once again you can give lip service to anything but if your hardcore belief isn't there it's not going to manifest for you Now you don't change your truth you don't change your belief What you do is you actually expand upon it or you build upon it because you can't eradicate a truth that you've had you can't eradicate a belief that you've had you know it it it's like um It's like cells, you know, in your body, you can't eradicate them. They're there. But you can build on them. You know like if if you don't have good muscle tone, if you exercise, you can tone whatever muscle it is that you want to tone with exercise, with discipline and exercise and formulating a habit and being committed to the process. You can change the tonal value of of that muscle and or of your body. So the universal law of discipline once again it is one of the major underpinnings that will support you in manifesting by assisting you in staying focused on your objectives. Okay, all right. So let's put it this way guys. You want to manifest fill in the blank, okay? I'm going to use money because that seems to be the general thing. Um but you want to you 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 want to manifest money. You know to yourself in the bank you don't have a dime. You know to yourself you don't have a job. You know to yourself you don't have and you can list a thousand don't haves that will say that you don't and won't receive this money. You can list all your lacks, your your mental lacks, all your limitations, all the obstacles, all that all of that jazz, right? But yes still you are affirming that you have the money that you need. you are happy because you have the money that you need you are beneficent because you have the money that you need and all of this jazz well you see the law of discipline the law of discipline will allow you if you use it to be able to create um or fill a space within your subconscious mind or build upon something already in your subconscious mind to say that this is true it takes discipline you know it takes discipline to say i am and woo that's one of the laws that we address here it takes discipline to say that i am when everything sensory around you what you see what you feel what you hear what you taste what you smell etc every sensory thing around you says hell no you're not Okay? Discipline is the thing that will get you 
through. Okay, guys, discipline will get you through. So let me just say this about discipline and, um, and then I'll move on. By practicing and working with the universal law of discipline, you can expand the, um, you can expand your thought process to a, to a greater degree. Discipline is the surest way to create greater freedoms and um, independence in your life. Discipline will support you and will provide you with the means to stay focused, to achieve the level of skill and the depth of knowledge that actually translates to more options in your life. Discipline is huge. And you see, because discipline is as such, and then guys, I'm going to get off of this and we're going to go to the law of divine flow. Because discipline is as such that you might not see instant results. And believe me, we live in that whole instant gratification world. All right. So because discipline is as such that we don't always see the instant or we don't always experience the 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 instant gratification we sometimes boot it to the curb discipline is huge guys discipline is huge okay so guys let's move on to the universal law of divine flow the universal law of divine flow is simply this by living in the moment living in the now we are centered by living in the moment by living in the now we are centered we are open to what the universe has to offer in answer to what we have requested and we live in the divine flow as the universe offers up to us Answers and suggestions, opportunities and possibilities based on that which we have asked for. Living in divine flow doesn't mean that you don't do the work, like the affirmations, like visualizations, like actually making a choice in regard to what you want. It doesn't, you don't negate that. You You don't get away from doing that. But what you do when you are in divine flow, you are open to what the universe offers to you based on what you have asked for. And even with that, you get to choose. You don't have to be swept away, you know, like a leaf in a pond or on a river or in the sea. You don't have to be swept away. You see, your life is about choices. Whether you do or whether you don't, is a choice. And it's your choice. So divine flow, by living in the moment, living in the now, you are actually centered. And that means that you are open to receive what the universe has to offer in regard to that which you have asked to be manifested in your life. That's living in the divine flow. Now we also have, moving to the next one, let's do this here, all right, the universal law of duality. (laughs) This is something I speak about a lot, okay? The universal law of duality speaks to everything and in between the poles, okay? That means that you have tones, textured uh, vibrations. The feel, hot, cold, wet, dry. It speaks to emotions and things that are found on a linear scale. The universal law of duality actually provides us with contrast. And as I say, contrast and parallels, but it provides us with contrast so that we can make a choice. In order for you to make a choice, (coughs) excuse me, in order for you to make a choice, 
You require two or more things for your selection process. Did you know that, guys? In order to make a choice, you require two or more things so you can make a selection. Making a choice, especially on a conscious level, making a choice is about, do I like it? Don't I like it? Making a choice is, will it affect me nicely? Will it affect me wrongly? Once again, do I like it? Don't I like it? If you do not make a choice and you have, do you know, I, I, I did a thing, um, I did a thing, I, I did a talk uh, for, for my family, for my father, it's his, the second year of his passing was May 10th and his uh, subsequent burial. So I, I did a, um, what dad says and I, I did the story about the the um, feeding of, of the two wolves, okay? And the name of the game is that with your subconscious mind, whatever has the emotional charge, whatever is is filled with whether it be hatred whether it be love whether it be nervous energy whether it be worried whatever has the most emotional charge behind it your subconscious mind will take that as a choice understand me guys your subconscious mind will take that as a choice this is why people wake up and they're like i don't understand how this happened to me well what were you thinking about what were you th- I wasn't thinking about that. Yes, I know. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you were thinking about that. You you had, this is why when people come see me, they'll say stuff and I'm like, well, that's not how that rolled out. This is how I can tell where people are at emotionally because of how their life is manifesting. But that being said, in order, in order for you to make a choice, you are required to have more than uh, two or more things to make a selection process from. Even if you are unaware of that. Duo means two. Dual. Dual, two people, two things in close association. When you talk about dual. And that's what you need to make a choice. So the universal law of duality speaks to everything in between two distinct poles the tones the textures the vibrations the feelings hot cold wet dry happy sad mad glad the the whole nine yards linear poles and that's really important that's really really important you have to be on top of your thought process at all times at all times okay guys so uh, that's duality, the universal law of duality. And so the next law is the universal law of economy of force. And let's see, what am I doing? Where am I on time? Ooh, guys, time's really running. This is what I mean. I can get, I can go down these rabbit holes. Although I think I've been really good today. I think so. I think so. But anyway, the universal law of economy of force. This law invokes the correct use of energetic power. And it's almost like, um, oh dear, it's almost, I'm going to phrase it, it's almost like a naturally occurring autocorrect. So this law adjusts everything in the cosmos that you need for a ma- uh, for a manifestation and that's whether it is a material or spiritual manifestation but it adjusts everything so that it can manifest for you in the best possible advantage and so that the correct expenditure of force universal energy is used So I'm going to phrase it like this. You don't need a sledgehammer to crack a boiled egg. Okay? A teaspoon will do. 
So the universal law of economy and force literally ensures the right amount of energy is used for you to get the manifestation that you want. Because other than that, it then becomes a waste of energy. And that energy could be used elsewhere. That energy could be used absolutely elsewhere. So this law is a law that actually, um, if you will, takes care of and polices how the energy that's used for the manifestation. Okay, guys. Then we have the law we've, we've, we've got. I'm going to try and get to the F's, guys. I'm going to try and get to the F's or the G's. We might run over. I, I actually think we're going to run over 60 minutes today, but that's okay. So the next law is the universal law of expectation. And this law is huge. This law is huge. If you ask the universal creator, God, you know, Allah, Muhammad, whomever your chosen deity is. If you ask the universal law or you ask God for something, I want a fur coat. I want a Maserati. I want a house. I want whatever it is, fill in the blank. And you expect a shack. You expect a little rain mac. You expect, you know, a Robin Reliant or a Pinto or what have you. You're going to get what you expect. So before I get off on that rabbit hole, the universal law of expectation states that energy follows your thought. We move towards, but not beyond that which we can imagine. Okay, guys. And let me just ring the bell on that one because listen up, guys. Listen up. We move towards, but not beyond that which we can imagine. That which we can visualize. We cannot move beyond that point. So the universal law of expectation works with you and what you believe. You see, you can put lip service. Here we go. You can put lip service to anything that you want. But if your belief system isn't there, if you don't believe it, if you if you really don't believe it, that means there's no expectation there for it. No true expectation. So it won't manifest. It won't manifest. The universal law keeps the law of faith, the universal law of faith, which is the next one, actually, keeps the universal law of faith alive and it fuels the universal law of belief. It keeps those things alive and they're very, very important. They're very important. These things are so important to the manifestation of the things that you say that you want. They're so important. Okay, guys, the universal law of faith. Faith invokes within you. The universal law of faith invokes within you an unshakable and an unbreakable commitment, discipline and confidence in the fulfillment of your desired outcome. Okay. The universal law of faith invokes within you an unshakable and unbreakable commitment, discipline and confidence in the fulfillment of your desired outcome. This talks about your belief in the unseen becoming seen in the intangible becoming tangible in the ethereal becoming physical this speaks to you having the belief 
that the thing that you said that you want, that isn't physically in your possession at this moment, is fulfilled within your mind because you have faith and belief that it is so. This is one of the major, major players. And that's major in capital letters and parentheses. Major players in the universal or or in the ability to manifest that which you say that you want. Major, absolutely major. And guys, I'm going to run over a little bit. I'm going to run over a little bit, maybe about five, ten minutes over. I want to actually finish uh, the F's because, as I said, I'm going through this alphabetically. Okay. But I don't want to rush because I feel myself gearing up to rush. I want to rush. So I'm going to finish the F's um, out today. So just sit back and enjoy. And hopefully it's my hope that this, these laws and what we are exchanging today is supporting you in some way in creating the life that you want to live. Okay, so um, let's go to the law of forgiveness. And I have done a lot of work on this personally and um, uh, on the website, which is being revamped at the moment. But I've done a lot of work on this. The law of forgiveness The universal law of forgiveness. Uh, I'm, no, guys, I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this right. Forgiveness. The universal law of forgiveness allows us to release perceived hurts and injustice injustices, allowing self and all others the freedom to authentically express themselves or allows freedom of authentic expression. The universal law of forgiveness allows us to release hurts and perceived injustices. And that's the word, release, okay? To let go of. Things, people, places and things that we feel that have hurt us. But yet still, if we hold on to them, we are no longer free. We are enslaved by them and by the emotions and by the actions that these words act upon us. So forgiveness, true forgiveness, it starts with self. It starts with self. And then... It allows you to forgive all others. And that means to release all others. So for you, it's about you releasing the the binds that tie. The binding that ties you up. It's about you releasing and letting go of that. So you are free. So that you can authentically express yourself. So when you are authentically expressing yourself, you are communicating with self. You can make commands and demands so that both the conscious and the subconscious mind know what's going on so that that which you want, that which you expect, that which you desire, can come forth because you are able to hold the faith. You can hold the faith through discipline and commitment and the knowing that whether I do or whether I don't, something's going to happen. So you can hold it with the confidence that the fulfillment of your desire will be the outcome that you want. Forgiveness. On a, on a better listen to me. On a better hear what me I tell you. 
if you cannot forgive, if, if forgiveness is, if unforgiveness is operating in your life, some of the fundamental things that you want for your life, and it might not always be money, it might be relationship, it might be health. Some of the fundamental things that you want for your life will not come to you because before it can get to you, you need the freedom of authentic expression so people can authentically express with you. The universal law of forgiveness, it allows you to embrace the divine, it allows you to embrace the divine as it flows through yourself and it flows through others guys you see how this all works the universal law of divine flow living in the moment living in the now where you are centered at we are open to what the universe has to offer us based on what we are asking for and based on where we are at we need to live in the divine flow. Guys, you see how all this starts stitching together? You see how all this starts stitching together? Well, guys, I'm going to leave it for here. And in the next episode, uh, which is episode three, we're going to talk about, we're going to kick off with the universal law of flexibility. Okay? And that's huge. And this is why I decided to stop there. Because... That's a huge one. And we'll move forward. And you know what, guys? What I did say to myself is this. If we go to episode 100, it's all to the highest and it's all to the highest good. We'll go to episode 100. But guys, I truly hope um, that you have found this beneficial. Listen to it repeatedly what what's ironic is that you may find that you you listen to stuff and you hear it and you don't even realize you're like well I, I didn't hear this the first time right I didn't hear this the first time but I said it but you were open to it so you were able to hear it guys once again I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn and I look forward to uh, speaking with you and sharing with you in episode three of the universal laws what you need to know until next time guys peace out peace